Hey Steve, it's uh, Guy here. Just uh, calling in from uh, a little overnighter out on the big elbow, little elbow loop. Uh, raining uh, gently on the tent, you may hear that in the background. And uh, just finished listening to your uh, chat with uh, Dale uh, Marchand. It's a great little podcast. Uh, thanks very much for everything you do and uh, keep it up. Take care. Hello Steve, this is Tim Cahal calling from the gravel roads and single track trails of Wyoming. Just wanted to thank you for the work you've done on the podcast. I enjoy putting one earbud in and enjoying on the long rides. Keep up the great work. Guy and Tim, thanks so much for those voice intros. So awesome to hear from everyone out there on the internets and uh i really appreciate it and um yeah i got some addresses there i'm going to send you guys some stickers for those voice intros and i really appreciate it if you want to send me a voice intro like guy and tim did you can send them to myback 40 podcast at gmail.com and i'll get them on the show so thanks again um i hope everyone really enjoyed that podcast with lyle you know what probably one of my faves i, I love being surprised and uh you know i haven't sat down and really chatted with um Lyle, to any great extent, you know, we're, we're acquainted and we talk from time to time, but I think that's what I love so much about this uh, platform is I get to sit down and uh, just really engage in conversation with people. And uh, I was just blown away by by some of the wisdom he shared. I shouldn't be blown away um, just with, with his experience and um, wisdom. It's just great to hear it coming out of his face. <laughs> I was so, uh, so stoked about that one. I did get some comments about, um, the audio quality and, uh, I'm working on it. It's funny because, um, I haven't had a chance to do a lot of in-person interviews. So, uh, I, I've got the, uh, the remote interview down, uh, in terms of using my, uh, my hardware, but yeah, it's weird. The dynamics between the two mics are, are slightly different and um, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And uh, I want to thank the people who reached out to give me that. And I hear you and uh, I am going to do my best to make that better for everybody. All right. So people who follow me on social have noticed that I'm, I'm building up a new bike. It's not a new bike. It's my 2012 Chrome Egg Surface. Um, awesome bike. Um, I just haven't had the cash to replace it. And uh, honestly, I love steel bikes and they last forever. And this is why I love steel. It's like that, that bike is, is fairly, uh, it's fairly timely. You know, it doesn't have a slack ahead tube as they're putting out on some of the new bikes now, but for the purposes and for the kind of riding that I do, um, it's great. It's, it's an awesome bike. So I'm really enjoying building this thing up. I stripped it down, um, building it back up for the last elephant. Um, I've dedicated to riding that route single speed, um, Andrew uh, McLeod reached out just to put a comment on, on one of my social postings and he said, single speed. Oh boy. And I hear you, man. Um, I did, a, I did a trip uh, a few weeks ago now with Mark Hillary and I, and I did that single speed as a shakedown and um, it's doable, man. It's good. I reached out to my buddy, Dean, Dean Anderson. And I said, man, I sent him the the track and I said, so what do you think for ratio? Like, give me, give me some advice. And uh, he gave me some advice and I've geared down slightly. So instead of running a 1.77 uh, ratio, I'm going to run a 1.6. It doesn't sound like a lot, and it really isn't. But I think over the long haul, it's going to make a difference for me. I've been struggling with some IT band issues, and uh, uh, it's something I'm working on. And uh, there's a little bit of fear in me that I'm going to overwork that, and that's going to set me back. So I figured, why not 
just gear down a little bit. Uh, I'll be able to climb faster in that gear, I think, and walk less. So uh, watch out because I'm coming up behind you on my single speed. <laughs> no, we'll see. I'm, I'm pretty confident in that ratio. Um, I, I've got to get, I don't have a chain long enough to uh, to reach, to span that new ratio. So I got to get a new chain, but uh, that should be, you know, shortly. And uh, I'll put it on and do a shakedown on that. And uh, I'm sure it's going to be fine. But for those of you who uh, I know the, uh, you'll hear in this podcast, the Dumbo and the Jumbo start at the same time. And I'm hoping to uh, to ride with people. I'm, I'm really excited about just starting as a group, socially distanced group, and um, just to talk to other folks for for a couple hundred K before we split off. And um, I hope I can keep up with you on my little ratio. <laughs> so yeah, I'm having a good time building that up. And I'm really, really pumped to be able to to ride that and definitely to, to head down to Cranbrook and and start my buddy uh, James Leithwaite's going to pick me up. He's been training with uh, Ryan Draper of Cycling 101, so watch out for that guy. And I just received my whoop strap because of my supporters. I was able to get a whoop strap, get a membership, and uh, Ryan is training me. He's sponsoring me for the Tour Divide next year. So it's a really, really cool device. Um, they're not obviously sponsoring me or anything, but it's very cool to record data. I've only done it for like, what, it's my third day with it on. And it's very interesting, um, particularly the sleep, actually. Uh, watch, watching your sleep cycles through the night is super, super fascinating. And, uh, you know, you can wake up in the morning and look at the data and then think about your sleep. And it's interesting. It's like the little disruptions that you may remember waking up throughout the night or whatever. And, um, and uh, yeah, very cool. Just very cool to, to see your heart rate variability over the day and the amount of strain you're putting on your body. I'm a shipper receiver, so I, I'm I'm moving around a lot through the yard, upstairs, downstairs, you know, I'm pulling pallets and I have a pretty physical job. So the amount of strain I get during the day is actually, it's pretty good. <laughs> so uh, it's it's interesting. I really, really enjoy it. And I'm pretty pumped about talking to Ryan about that stuff. So in a couple of weeks, Ryan's a really busy guy. In a couple of weeks, I hope we're going to get together and record a podcast just to talk about uh, talk about what my baseline data looks like and maybe what his approach is going to be going forward with this old guy and getting him trained for the Tour Divide and uh, just talk about using heart rate variability for training. So uh, it's going to be an in-depth conversation about that, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy it, so stay tuned. Cycling 101 is still offering a promo code, 101VIP20. If you use that promo code, you're going to save 20% off a bike fit or consultation. So head on over to cycling-101.com and uh, you can book your bike fit or consultation there and uh, use that promo code. 101 VIP 20, you're going to save 20%. I'd also like to remind you of the NACBAR ambassador code Ryan also shared with us. Head on over to NACBAR.com, uh, do a little bit of shopping. If you spend over 50 bucks, you're going to get free shipping. And if you use the promo code Ryan at checkout, you're going to save 20% on your product. So uh, I haven't actually experienced a NACBAR product yet. Uh, but apparently they're the shit. So uh, yeah, good protein in there and good nutrition for those endurance athletes who are looking to up their game. So again, knackbar.com, head on over, do some shopping, spend 50 bucks, get free shipping, use the promo code Ryan, and you're going to save 20%. So I don't get the chance to do in-person conversations very often, but I've been breaking that trend lately. Chris Skinner, Lyle Wilson, and also this week with Nathan Siemens and Eric Ross from Cranbrook, BC. Eric and Nathan are the organizers slash not organizers of the Lost Elephant Ultra Race. And uh, it was a pleasure to talk to them. Those of you who follow them on social uh, probably haven't heard Nathan and Eric speak too often. I did talk to the Lost Elephant guys uh, last year, 
18 months ago for the Bike Pack Canada podcast. And it was a really good chat, super cash. And uh, that goes for this conversation as well. They arrived in Invermere shortly after I finished work. We went for a quick rip in the woods, came back, cracked some beers, and had a conversation about a whole bunch of different topics. So I really hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. And uh, I want to thank them again for making the trip up to Invermere from Cranbrook. It's about an hour 20, but uh, it's a lot of time out of their day, and I really appreciated it. It was just really nice to hang out with humans and ride some bikes. So uh, without further delay, I bring you Nathan Siemens and Eric Ross. So how's it going? Why don't you introduce yourselves? We've done a podcast before. So. Yeah, um, Nathan Siemens in Cranbrook, BC. And if you've ever Facebook or emailed or Instagram DM'd the lost elephant, it's probably me that you're talking to. Eric responds to some of them. I don't take responsibility for any of the route setting, though. Not the organizer. No, I'm not the organizer. <laughs> I'm just a happy-go-lucky guy. Or web presence. <laughs> And Eric Ross from Cranbrook, uh, Lost Elephant Rider, promoter. <laughs> You've done a bunch of stuff. He's one of the few multi-time finishers of the Jumbo. We'll give him that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, uh, I'll admit, today, <laughs> when I heard that the Bushwhack was going to be on the Jumbo again, I, was, I shivered inside. I was like, oh my God, really? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, think it, I think it does need to be on every year. I just can't imagine doing it the other way. I just, I've been thinking about it the whole time we were riding. Start low and go high. Yeah. It, just, yeah. It won't, this, it won't be on the Dumbo though this year. Yeah. So the dumb, I guess it wasn't on the Dumbo Good last year guys. either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I think. Not only do you get an extra 200 kilometers, you get the alders. Yeah. Hands off. I'm going to get a buddy to go up there with a quad. No, I no, no, go for it. <laughs> I don't think anyone would complain. I remember last time we were talking and I had mentioned, uh, to, or I asked Andrew, it's like, do you think that's like that section should be maintained? Like, you know, <laughs> after I asked the question, I was like, hey, an idiot. And Andrew was just like, no. He didn't even say no. Just his face was just kind of like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's those kind of things are his signature <laughs> in a lot of ways. He, I think, I hope he listens to this. But uh, <laughs> he takes great pleasure, I think, in when someone complains about the hardship on it. He gets a little impish smirk on his face and walks out of the room with great pleasure, I think. Well, I just remember coming up to the wall of, <clears throat> of green and I looked at my GPS and I was like, yep, here it is. And the red line just went straight through the bush. And, uh, and, uh, um, Aaron Weinsheimer had been through there, that mm -hmm, guy who yeah. was touring it, and I could see his plow. I could see the plow mark he made, so I followed him for a bit, and then I lost it. But, you know, it wasn't that bad. How no. far is it? Four or five Oh, it, you're only in it for, like, what, yeah. 20 minutes? Oh, I Some felt people. like I was in there for two hours. Yeah, so, well, that was on the line. Like I, I wasn't, think people have... A friend of mine dropped out in Canal Flats two years ago, and I think he told me he was in it for three hours. What? Like just walking around in the wood, in the oh bush. My God. Yeah, if you got I, 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 that might be a tall tale, but I, I wouldn't surprise me. Um, Chris Nakahara also was in there for quite a while. So I guess it depends on these strong hardest, people. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like to be strong enough to, you know, just push your. I didn't lose anything either. I was shocked. I didn't lose anything. <laughs> I didn't there, steal anything. Thick. 
Super thick. But yeah. um, so let's we'll rewind a little bit. So um, tell us about the lost elephant. Tell us about its inception. Well, that I'm not the best at because it used to be the Kootenai gravel grinder, which its name was misleading because that was sort of pre the term gravel grinder getting adopted by every bike major bike company. So then one year after after a pretty big push on the the um, vert the version that you did like a lot of people went and did it was before there was any dumbo it was just the one route and it was the one over brewer pass and we had a good turnout that year i think a lot of people were like that's not a gravel grinder so <laughs> let's change the name and so but it's route has changed quite a few times um this year being one another one where it's a brand new route for the jumbo and the dumbo being running backwards to what it did last year and last year it was a new route so yeah, so I think that's sort of cool. I'm not a finisher, though. <laughs> so I don't get to really have much sway. But I think it's sort of cool that it changes. Um, and we've tried to reflect that in our half-hearted attempt at a website by putting up um, sort of the yearly sort of notable finishers instead of it being like, so-and-so has the overall record because it changes so much. Mm. Like... I think like so last year you Steve had um, the one of the records or one of the notable finishes and Eric's had a notable finish. I think I had and, the third last yeah. year until Eric finished. Yeah. And, <laughs> I think he beat me by like three hours. Or, and, I think I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. it was. I was pumped. Yeah, it, that was. <laughs> you guys were close. And actually, if you go back and look, look at all the times, and they're actually shockingly close. Are they? Yeah, they're all within like hours of each other. But I had a, a lady reach out just actually today and ask what the women's record was for the <laughs> jumbo. And then I went through it. I'm like, oh, no crap. Ever. No females ever finished the jumbo. Or started it. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think anyone, any females started it though either. Yeah. Megan Dunn. It's a call out to Megan Dunn. Well, because she'd be an animal on that course. But it's also, I'm going to call out on Teresa Krupa and Katie Von Gaza because mm. they, <laughs> they both crushed the um, dumbo. And so I think, I don't know, they, they're also the types that don't sign up. <laughs> they just show up. All right. So, Poachers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so that's, and that's great. That's fine. But because they were the ones that popped into my head. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, they did the Dumbo, not the Jumbo. So, yeah. So that, I guess that's sort of a cool thing is, and then the other question was, well, what's the women's time? And I said, I didn't, we haven't tracked it because the women are right up there in the mix. Right, like you look at Katie and Tara's um, time two years ago, and it would have been top five, six type thing. So, why why have a gender based thing? Because I think they had they could have had a run at it if they wanted to. So yeah, that's a really interesting point actually that I think came up. We were talking about Jay Peterberry today, mm -hmm. and, and we're just talking about you know classifications in these races, <clears throat> and then you know last year on the on the Tour Divide, the way Lael was riding was like fuck. You know, yeah. she was she was tearing that thing apart. And yeah, it's almost like maybe we shouldn't even be talking about gender anymore. Like mm -hmm. really. I mean, it's just who which person you know, Is don't don't doing? separate it yeah. into into men's and women's. I don't know. Should I we mean. even separate those singles feeders out then? <laughs> uh, again, no, 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 no. <laughs> but but that was the thing is that the times like look at eric's two times one with the single speed one with the close, gears, right? and they're super close yeah. and i did i've done two with the gears and one single speed. yeah so 
So that was the other thing that really shocked me. Actually, I'm like, oh, never mind. Every like everything was so close on this one. Um, it was just riding yeah. time was the yeah. You're getting smarter. Or, I don't know. What it is. <laughs> dumber. Probably dumber. <laughs> yeah, like I was shocked because you you put in um, what did my um, GPS said? I think my GPS said something like 48 hours of moving time ish. Moving time? Yeah, and then I know I only I only slept for five hours yeah that was my i was following you pretty close and i was shocked i was like whoa you're not a sleeper you and uh rob hayne are the two that stood out to me that i was like oh i guess they don't sleep because you 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 don't mind sleeping i sleep yeah and see that's the difference because like yeah eric and i might have been close but you slept way more than slept two nights you were like two or three hours or say say six hours faster than yeah. I was, but you were sleeping like two sleep nights and yeah. you're getting five or six hours of sleep. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I same amount of time, but five hours of sleep over the course of the two. So it just, two. it just yeah. shows how much time you can waste just fucking around. It's like, you know, you stop and do this, you yeah. stop and do that. It did, 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 you yeah. know, and it's just like, yeah. it's all about efficiency, right? Yeah. That's how I found like it's, I'm not a big fan of riding through the night, but that's, because I haven't done it, for one. <laughs> That's the only way I can get get high ranks. <laughs> I just got to keep going through the night. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm so car- fucking slow. That's why I'm carrying my bivy. So I can set it up. <laughs> yeah. But you made a point on the one I was just listening to on my drive up here with um, Chris Skinner. Yeah, Chris. Um, just the continually moving forward. And it was funny because this last weekend riding with my wife and I went for a really wonderful ride tonight. Or sorry, one night, two day ride, and instead of stopping and resting when we were like gassed, we actually just hopped off the bike and walked. Even if it wasn't like there's no reason to walk, like you could ride it no problem. But just the change in um, muscle movement, it was almost as good as st- stopping and sitting there and having Absolutely. a couple wine gums and carrying on. The just hopping off and walking, so you're only going a couple kilometers an hour slower but your muscles feel so good and so yeah that was the one thing i i try not to do is like if i got tired pedaling i would get off the bike and i would walk the bike i wouldn't rest Mm -hmm. just keep moving yeah but um i don't know man it's interesting everyone has a different strategy right it's it's interesting to all watch it all go down (laughs) the sleep is the sleep is important (laughs) so you have the jumbo and the dumbo Mm -hmm. and then this year so um, it's on track leaders already. Oh, is it? It is already. <laughs> yeah. oh, I did. Sure. I, didn't I gotta get know. my spot registered. Actually, <laughs> um, it's expensive, man. I, it's yeah, actually cheaper than like because they give you the flex price as well. Now it's like sixty bucks for the month. I think oh, thirty-one dollars American. Yeah, that's like sixty bucks. I think mine might be deactivated. So I think if I kept mine, oh, you yeah, can like, you can idle it, right? Yeah. And pay four bucks a month or whatever. Because I canceled mine in June and then just reactivated it. Like I let the subscription run out. Yeah. And then I just got another one year for $150 for the year. Right. Which last year, I think it was like over $200 American for a spot. Oh, like COVID it's, they've just given, like, because I think that's been the biggest comment about spot is how expensive it is it is pretty expensive and you know when you look at your like what that that little device gives people that aren't in the ride like that um, That peace of mind peace of mind 
and the blue dot. Well, that's just fun, right? <laughs> super it's, fun. Super fun. Yeah. Yeah, like that trip we went on when when I realized, so I, I asked my buddy there, it's like, hey, man, can I borrow your inReach? Just text my wife, let her know we're okay. And then he pulled it out and the thing didn't work. Mm-hmm. And it's like he couldn't get it to work. And then he plugged it into his battery and it just wouldn't come up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well. And yeah, it's fair enough. Oh, well, right. But I was just, the whole rest of the trip, I was thinking, fuck, she's going to be worried. Yeah. And I, and I got home and she's, she wasn't worried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fine. <laughs> I had a similar one where my friend and his wife, she's newly pregnant. We went backcountry skiing up Great Creek Pass. They got a brand new inReach. This is like when inReaches were just first around. And so they were like, all right, let's communicate. Smashed it with a, oh, in his shit. backpack on the way out. So he smashed the screen. So it was still tracking and all that. Yeah. And, but we had no way of communicating. So she's like, why are you? She's sitting home pregnant, Ugh. worrying, why aren't you communicating? And we got a crazy storm. We got stormed in. And so that's, it's a bit of a scary thing, right? Because it's like, okay, people are now at home expecting you to communicate. And it might have been as, as innocent as a broken screen. So everyone's safe, everyone's good. But with that expectation of communication, yeah. it gets a little bit nervous. Yeah, the yeah. peace of mind is worth a lot. And, you know, even even the peace of mind for the, for the person, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It just gives you that extra little tendril to the outside world. Which yeah, when you run out of wine gums, you can push your button. Yeah. So us. <laughs> Bring me the ones with the. Yeah. That's funny. Um, so uh, this year the uh, Dumbo is different than last year's. It's exactly the same route, just backwards. Right. So backwards. So, yeah. Um, and then the Jumbo is the last two Dumbos combined. Exactly. Right. Which is Both. I thought it was a cool idea. Yeah, that, was, that was Andrew's idea, and it made perfect sense. And yeah, and both of them backwards too. So the cool thing about this year as opposed to last year. This last year, the Jumbo Riders and the Dumbo Riders went completely different directions off the start line. This year, they're sticking together for oh, 250, fun. 280 kilometers yeah. before the Dumbo, or the Jumbo guys peel off. That'll be kind of fun. Yeah, so you'll see more people, um, and it gives it more of that sort of mass start feel. It'll make two scoops crowded though. Yeah, and, <laughs> and we first. got us we got an ice cream sponsor this year, which is very important. So tell us about that. Um, yeah. So Yak, what is that? Is one hundred one fifty six? Oh yeah. Okay, good. There you go. So Yak is <laughs> so at one hundred fifty six kilometers, <laughs> and Two Scoops Steve has is a ice cream shop there, and they've offered to give us a coupon. So every starter gets a coupon for a free ice cream so whether you get there when they're open or not even if you don't get there when they're open save it and go get back. it on on your drive home or whatever going back to yak yeah exactly and it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of those super sweet classic ice cream shops oh, it gives you the big old it's got burgers wow oh do they have burgers yep. too yeah. huh. nice maybe they're around dinner time maybe yeah yeah i don't know yeah. We'll, yeah. Have to, we'll find out what their hours and yeah that's reasonable know. isn't it there's a big there's a is that monster a big monster climb in there okay fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. there's an andrew Shit. pass in the <laughs> oh an andrew pass that's funny um but no uh, my hope is to be well past yak in the first day so it'd be nice to get there before they close i am gonna try to keep going to fort steel without stopping not not stop like stop well, period your ice cream. But, yeah like if i can get there and actually mm-hmm. get an ice cream i, I don't want to i don't want to stop until i at least get to fort steel oh 
That's what I'd like to do. The, another person emailed me and claimed that same thing, and I thought, wow, it's not a claim. It's not a claim. It's a hope. A hope. Yes. A hope and a prayer. Putting it out to the universe. Yeah. Okay, I okay. think I think it's yeah. doable. Yeah, I thought, well, it's doable. Well, it's, is it? Mm, I don't know. Anything's doable. Because, you know, <laughs> uh, on the jumbo last year, I got to Fort Steel like, I think it was 2 in the morning or something, or 3 in the morning. And you started? Took all fucking day. Well, I started at 9 at right. Sobeys. And you, and yeah, there. you didn't, yeah, you just, so yeah. just kept going until then. Yeah. And then I slept. Got, you know what? All I could think about people who, yeah, big stuff there. Beautiful grass. The grass out front there. Oh, like, yeah. Where everyone oh, works. yeah. <laughs> you're just, like, you're you're just a, sleeping on the grass. <laughs> you don't even need a mat. Isn't that, isn't that the beauty of, of those kind of rides? So oh, that, that's what you look forward to. It's like, it's beautiful grass. All, all you're looking forward to is grass makes you happy. And I, and I didn't partake of anything there because i left it i only slept two hours that night so i got up and everything was closed and well that's what it, that's the one that surprised me when i saw you bedded down and then i did like sort of the replay that you can do on trackers i'm like that doesn't make sense why did huh i think i didn't well, I, even, I didn't even believe you slept i thought you just sort of like milled around for a second then kept going <laughs> <laughs> no I, I laid down i think i fell asleep i think i did yeah but then I was like, oh, you know, I'll get something at Cranbrook at Timmy's. But I didn't realize. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's that not was. an easy. No. Oh, my God. It went on and yeah. on. And I think on. a lot of people think of when they think yeah. of the Chief Visitor Trail that, you know, it's a you can push. Tough. You can push your stroller along it. But it's 42 kilometers still. Yeah. And it's it's not a straight. Line. Yeah, it's not a straight line. Yeah. So it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's like a world class little section but, of trail but by the time i got to the end like the not the end but rolling into cranbrook and it's kind of you know, it's kind of flat yeah it's, but it's wide, uphill. slightly it's like, uphill yeah, yeah and I was, <laughs> I was just down i was like i was pretty worked because i'd been up since whatever four or five in the morning and and it, and it was like noon right it was yeah. it was so long to yeah. get there and i yeah, yeah i just pounded coffee and yeah and then got to kimberly and i think i saw you i was trying to find you at your work site there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. As yeah. I went by. I saw you go by. Yeah. You, did, I, you did see yeah. me? Yeah. I was stopped there and I was kind of looking. Yeah. I was like, where's that guy? Couldn't find him. I thought you'd have some candy for me. Or something. <laughs> I think th there's not many, f like on that old jumbo route, the only free ride is between Cranbrook and Kimberly. Mm -hmm. Like everything else is not, it doesn't. Like workload? Yeah, it doesn't give, like even some of those downhills, like coming down Nickel Pass or the Wild Horse. Well, that that's it's not it looks like it's going to be this like just clear sailing but it's still even like oh man here's I, another little climb here's yeah, i was nursing climb. a flat down that too yeah. it was just yeah it was a long roll into into fort Steele. so but um you know that'll be cool i'm really excited about just doing something you know different mm -hmm. and starting with the grand depart i really missed yeah. that last yeah. year it's like yeah here i am here i go that's then, the one thing yeah like I'm not really promoting the grand depart yeah, it's sort of weird. Not? Well, oh, should I edit that out? <laughs> yeah, it's being. Yeah, I think no. most of the ride, all the rides are being. Uh, the Grand Depart isn't an option on the registration. Uh, oh, for track leaders. You yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's still going to be. It's, it is going to be meet at the chamber at seven a.m. type yeah. thing, and I I was like, wow, we're getting tons of signups, yeah. and then I looked. It's still only like 30 so it's not like a crazy amount of people so awesome, and the first um bit once we go th we go through the community forest for a second and then it's out on some just roads like paved roads through like ranch land sort of do you kind of pop out halfway through no kind of just at like, that highest point where you know just for like right away right away oh. within like the first 15 kilometers and then all of a sudden you're on these big wide 
roads until you hit another trail section called South Star. And so by then, the fast guys will just be like gone and everyone will be quite spread out. So I'm, we're not worried about people like huffing each other's moist air. Mm -hmm. But um, <laughs> Ride. Don't ride moistly. Yeah, 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 yeah don't ride moistly. Um, so... I think they'll, they'll still be like the hurrah send off. But the thing we used to do that we've done historically was we'd go to Hot Shots the night before. Right. And because a couple of the, um, the shops gave like draw prizes. And how else do you give draw prizes at a thing like this besides at a thing before? Because no one ever is around afterwards. And so that's the one thing I'm sort of wondering like, how could we do like a, you know, like how the BC Epic has that barbecue? We had that at Hot awesome. Shots. Yeah. And so I don't know, maybe because they do have their. Um, Falcon or patio open so maybe we'll figure that out still we'll get the news out though to people who've signed up it seems to be a bit more relaxed yeah oh like, for sure it has lately been. yeah it yeah. just it mm -hmm. seems to be uh, i mean i'm not too i'm not too worried about it yeah i'm not really that worried about not it. until the fall the and then it, when it kicks again. up again oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well there's no denying there's gonna be a second wave i was i was talking to someone the other day and it's like yeah, yeah so when the when the second wave hits and they kind of their face went kind of weird <laughs> and they're like what i was like yeah you know this is gonna happen again like yeah. this isn't the last yeah pandemics pandemics aren't just like you know rainstorms yeah <laughs> it's, it's like uh, happening like, oh good that was over we just grew out of it yeah yeah but it's funny how because you know if you were to talk to me back in uh like march yeah you know i was super like i remember putting a little short podcast out it's like what are you doing like, why are people still coming to Invermere? I don't understand, but that was the peak. Yeah. Right? And, and you know, now we've relaxed. And I, the reason we're relaxing is to is to basically make it happen again. You know, the whole reason we were in lockdown was to take the load off the hospitals. Yeah. 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 And then let it cruise for a bit, let them recover, yeah. and then we'll hit them again. You know, yeah. so, I don't know. Thank you yeah. for all those people in, in healthcare and, you know, frontline folks that are having to deal with, with that, but. Yeah, so I, I'm stoked yeah. to, to start on a grand apart, but yeah, it's not going to be a grand apart. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of ITTs. Yeah, a bunch a of whole bunch of ITTs that start on July 25th at 7 a.m. Was <laughs> <laughs> block traffic going down the road because well, we have to stay six feet apart, thirty yeah. people. Um, but yeah, no, it'll be good. I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm even thinking back to all the other ones, like where we'd start on rails and trails. The group spread fast. Quick, yeah. Like there's those guys that are like, I'm going for it, and they're gone. You're never going to see them again. And so, yeah, it, it's we we have. It starts with a couple spots where it spreads quick because also the paved sections all uphill. It's like this big yeah. climb up to this. It's essentially a cross country ski area. And so, yeah, that's where this the group will spread out and sort of find their place. So, what can people look forward to? What are some of the, the highlights on the Dumbo and Jumbo you think they're going to be? I think the highlight's awesome? going to be, uh, there's still, I think, Andrew might, well, Andrew obviously knows better, but um, there's a pass sort of close-ish to the end of the Dumbo um, up above Gold Creek Road that's going to have a bit of a hike bike. No, I'm good. And... Um, I believe it's aldery again so there might be there might be two alder sections <laughs> um i think the the jumbo can look forward to it 
actually being tamer than it has been in the past. You know, I was looking forward to that until you yeah. mentioned the bushwhack. But um, I, but there's <laughs> but there's no Brewer Pass. There's not that section above Canal Flats. Oh God, right? that was there's harsh. there is. But think about doing all oh, um, the climb up. Uh, think about doing Wild Horse walk. backwards. Well, I'm looking forward to doing Wild Horse in the day. Yeah, because I missed it all. Like I but, don't um, see any of it. But remember when you came over the top and it got real techy downhill? I think oh. you might have got lost there because it was dark. That was that weird creek. Yeah, imagine yeah. going up that. Well. Yeah, I guess so. It, I mean, if it's in the day, yeah. like I was, it's going to be a midnight for sure. I was walking through there, and it sucked. And apparently, uh, the top of the Perry Creek climb, like so, we go down in Perry Creek and then climb out of it. I don't know what it's really called, but it's going to be the first really high point. If you look at, if you look at the route, the very first high point, it's like there's like three short high points, two. but the, the really high one, that's a push on both sides essentially. Yeah, I don't know, tech or techie downhill. It's the leg stretching section. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of yoga. Um, but actually, neither um, Eric nor I have done that first 300 kilometers of no. it. I've done a lot of it. Like, I've done pieces of most of it, just not the not the two cruxes. I've never crossed the road. I'm always on the south side of the Oh, road. you never go up into, like, the Perry Creek area? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, no, it'll be good. It'll It'll be another pushy one. I think, I think even. I think it's tamer than it mm-hmm. was than but it was for sure. It kind of mm. looks like the same elevation gain. Though. Very much, very similar, and that's that's by design, for sure. Uh, I know that there's certain numbers that the route planners want to hit. Has <laughs> <laughs> so. to be at least thirty thousand feet of climbing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I think so. I think I think that's the goal. Is always like ten thousand meters, isn't it? This was yeah, like eighty nine, eighty nine, or something. Oh. Oh, that's because they took out that Round Creek section. Yeah. That's well, last year, what was it? In Nine Brewer and then something? what was that climb after? Paradise. 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 Which is fine. Which is. It was fine. Yeah, you know. I, You're I, in that 18-kilometer descent. Yeah, I rode that with gears, and I still walked tons of it. Tons and tons of it. Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, I don't give a shit. I could walk it probably faster, and it was in the yeah. pouring rain. Poured rain. Just walking up the mountain, <laughs> and I'd come down there. When, a few when weeks your, house, your house is just like oh, God. down the hill for you didn't even. Have. Well, that's the motivator. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and that's the whole thing with the grander part. I like with the finish as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm looking forward to finishing mm-hmm. and and hanging out. Yeah, you know, and, and seeing being greeted and yeah. greeting people. And, yeah, well, that and, and that's yeah. the beauty of it being the Dumbo and the Jumbo, is that majority again. I think it's maybe 60% are Dumbo, 40% are Jumbo this year. So a, a lot of people will be done. And those people will be watching oh, and be so. able to come back, right? Great. Get some so, hugs at the so end. The no jum- hugs. So the, the Jumbo no riders hugs. Social hugs. will get to um, have cheerleaders a little bit more, right? Like even, yeah. even the first place Jumbo rider will have Dumbo riders there to cheer them on. So That was one of my fondest memories of finishing my first was the BC Epic and it was um, yeah. being greeted by Dion I think he came up and it was just like wow there's people here and and you know everyone, everyone's just so encouraging like it yeah. didn't and then you know hanging out and people were we were in Fernie and people are coming back yeah. with beer and people are coming yeah. back with ice cream and then I'll go get yeah. some beer and bring it. it was yeah. just nice to hang mm-hmm. out yeah that's why you finished during the day so you can oh so <laughs> nice yeah 
yeah, when I finished the the Lost Elephant last year, it was it what it was what was that like twelve thirty or one in the morning, and got to Sobeys where I started. And I remember running the flats through the industrial park, and I was yelling. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I was so <laughs> pumped, pumped that I finished it, and pumped that it was over because it was hard work. And uh, then you get up to the where you start, and it's like. All right. I was going to go home and I'm like literally a two minute spin <laughs> to my door and then, you know, stretch, soak in the tub, eat some shit, go to yeah. bed, got up at six, went to work. <laughs> 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 and there was a guy at work and he was staring at my legs. He's like, what's wrong with your legs, dude? And I had sausage legs. <laughs> I just had super like, edema. Like my, my legs looked like just, they were so swollen. Oh, really? Well, because after something like yeah. that, you should be on your ass with your feet in the air for like a day. I mean, maybe. Or I was just wasn't drinking enough electrolytes or something. <laughs> it was so funny. Hunter was like, what's wrong with your legs, dude? I was like, oh, yeah, I know. You can see my socks, like, just digging into my... <laughs> yeah, it was so swollen. First thing it was Yeah, your legs weigh like 30 pounds more. Yeah, well, I'm super pumped about that. And so how many... Uh, um, how many say you signed up for? That's so funny. I actually looked it up and I made a email for you. Yeah, look it up. That I was going to send you. Um, and then I totally didn't. I've done I know, no research for this conversation. I know that I was sort of shocked. I thought, again, I thought we were getting a lot of um, female signups, but it's only six. Any females doing the jumbo? Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, way more. Awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, not list elephant. Um, um, yeah, that's very exciting. It's cool that it's grown. Is this the, the highest count? Yeah. I, is it the highest, do you think? Yeah. Th that one yeah. year, the um, first year that there was a Dumbo, it seemed pretty high too. But Because uh, that was in like the high 20s. But yeah, I think this one's yeah. in the 30s. So the Jumbo, there's... Still 13. 13. 13 Jumbos jumbo. with... Um, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And... Compared to the days of just four, one or two. Four females on that. Like even last year, there was four, five? Yeah. Well, there was the thing. only like three or something. Like on the Grand Depart day. Yeah, Rob Hain, and he blew up. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah. Like his tire, he tore a sidewall uh, just at that one creek crossing. And then um, and then Rob from Invermere, Rob. Oh. Um, Rob Peters. Rob Peters. And he put a really good, strong ride in. But like, he had just uh, finished the Tour Divide. Yeah. Right? Like a yeah. month before. Yeah. And I, I was talking to a guy in town. I'm like, man, kudos to that dude. Yeah. Because I don't know how many days he finished it in, but still, that's a big, big jaunt. Yeah. And then to go and do that, like the Lost Elephant, which is pretty gnarly. Yeah. And he got to yeah. Pano, I think. Yeah. Bailed. Yeah. 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 Oh, and then uh, I forgot there's another guy from, uh, a French guy from... Calgary and he he Alex. sort of pulled out in Panorama was it that yeah Alex, Alex starts with the G Grier. Alex Gier yeah yeah, yeah yeah I saw him actually after I saw you yeah because we wrote for the most part together yeah but he yeah like he pulled out at Fort Steele and I think uh, oh. oh did he because I met yeah. him he was across the road at uh, Dairy Queen yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he went to the bike shop yeah, and then we camped together that night. I think he took the road. Yeah, he had road. a time time commit or a yeah. time limitation. Yeah, that's the one thing I love. About and then Alex Cohen. 
got to finish. Alex, yeah, yeah, he bailed yeah. down to Canal Flats, right? Yeah, he did. He was like, "Fuck this! I did this last year." <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember actually last year. Remember, I met you guys at a some yeah, yeah. Some, some trail magic, mm-hmm. bananas and coke, and mm. I saw Alex, and yeah, he was looking he was looking rough. And then I remember watching him, uh, watching his dot from from Invermere kind of the rest of the way. Yeah. And I was like, "Why? Wow, he's moving super slow," which I now appreciate. <laughs> having ridden that section and i was like you know because he had ridden well yeah all you guys kind of slept at brewer mm-hmm. right most of you did yeah. and then you continued on from there in the next morning yeah so brewer paradise you know into invermere and then to do all that shit in the rockies it's yeah like, the stuff oh the God, stuff man. above fairmont is no joke no it's no, not yeah. no and even coming yeah. down the quad track like yeah. into fairmont it's like, whoa it's kind of spicy yeah. you can't put your seat down yeah. and and then the hike out of there, like, was it yeah. Sabine? Like, yeah. is that right after that? Yeah. Yeah, because I made it, I think, probably halfway along Columbia Lake. And then I camped for the night. With Al, or with, uh, yeah, Alex Gare. Alex stopped and stopped there as well, too, and we camped. And then put in the final push for the Those last big, day. Big days. That's yeah. a big day, leaving there. Um, so how come you're not doing the jumbo? <laughs> I told my friend asked me that. He's like, "How how long are you jumbo, how long jumbo. are you taking to do the jumbo?" And I just responded with the infinity sign. <laughs> like, well, because I'm doing the jumbo. I don't know. I'm I'm a jumbo guy. It's only one extra day. It is only one extra day. I get that, but I don't know. There's, <laughs> I, well, you asked why I would never consider the, um, the divide. The divide. It's just there's something about I don't know. I like my family. <laughs> I like I like my morning snugs. No, that's um, but I appreciate that. yeah, no, and I don't know. I like the idea of this year's jumbo for sure. This year's jumbo seems cool, and I like the idea of going over Brewer. But yeah, the old jumbo. When I did try it, it was like, oh man, yeah, this is tough. This is tough. But then I went and you know made that route for last weekend and yeah. like shot for the moon on that I, i'm pretty good at shooting for the moon but i'm also really good at just being like nah, maybe i'll try something else instead and and so, so that's going to yeah. be the jumbo next year no uh, <laughs> well i don't know no. i think we'll run the same route a couple no. years it's yeah. sort of been what we what the elephant has been doing is yeah a couple of years just have Run a run run the route like two or three years. Have have everybody give it a try and yeah, it's get good the word point. out and yeah, and then and change it up. Because <laughs> that I think that that last the last Dumbo or sorry Jumbo, what I would call the classic one now because it's been run what three times. Yeah, that's just such an amazing route. Until you've it's done so it cool. three times. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. I, I can say that because I've never done it. But um, it's a beautiful hike. Yeah, though, right. And to finish off the numbers thing. There's 18 currently signed up for the um, Dumbo. Huh? So 13 on the Jumbo, 18 on the Dumbo. So it's actually pretty, pretty even split there. And um, there's, let's say, like at least six people that are showing oh, up. Yeah. Without, there's a ton on right. here that like I know Katie, for sure. Did Katie sign up officially? Is she not no. doing it? And like, a, oh, there's a handful for sure that, that I, I could count on showing up that aren't on here. <laughs> so, yeah. Why so don't they that. sign up? I don't know. A lot of people don't track either. Well, that's, I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, 
It's a good opportunity for a fun group ride when you think of it. Oh, yeah. Well, wasn't last year at the Dumbo? I think there was 12 people traveling together. Oh, yeah. They were camping together and everything. They just rode the whole thing, 12 people. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And that's super awesome. I think that's that's kind of a nice spirit of this event as well. It's like strong, strong riders in that group of 12. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Like if you want to be at the pointy end of the stick, then give her by all means. But if you want to kick back and bring some beers. It's like a blunt edge. Yeah, yeah, the because <laughs> I think a sledgehammer. There was a, there was a couple of guys that pushed it really hard last year on the Dumbo, but then that whole group of twelve, they were fast still. They were not the last by any means. No. Well, so Tony they were just like pushing hard up front. Oh, was Tony? Tony Hayti. He was out there up front. Yeah, yeah. yeah he and what's it? Is it Colby? from Kimberly Colby? Yeah, I never. He's, I've never met he him. He's so jazzed, man. He was just. I, if he listens to this, I want to still send him stickers because he reached out to me, and now I can't find out how to get a hold of him. I need to find out Colby's a way to get Colby some stickers. Colby from Kimberly, <laughs> and send a voice memo in too, and I'll send you some my back forty stickers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, Sticker your van up. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I, the three hundred's a nice. It's a nice distance. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But at the same time, like. I don't I don't know why because I, like, I like I like the BC epic style so and that's a lot longer than the jumbo so I don't know why I don't do the d- jumbo you should do the BC epic I'm planning on doing it again next year I you did it right yeah. did you finish it no you didn't where no. did you pull out uh, Crawford Bay I always forget okay. the name of it yeah yeah that because of the fat bike that was the knee thing I was telling you about right yeah. oh you were on your fat bike yeah yeah, the Q factor thing. So, yeah, so yeah, my knee was just, I got up in the morning and couldn't even make it up that hill from the, I slept right on this side of the um, the ferry. Yeah. Like, so I crossed the ferry and then went to sleep right away, like yeah. right there. And um, so in the morning, it was just a paved hill, like two kilometer, mm-hmm. sort of steep, but not nothing, nothing punchy, crazy. Yeah. And I couldn't get up it. Oh, shit. And so I was like, okay. So I cruise my way into. You're almost Crawford home, Bay. dude. I know, but then my, the thing was, <laughs> yeah, it's a sucks. jerk move to push the button up over Gray Creek Pass, right? Because then it's just like, then someone has to come all the way into Gray Creek Pass for you. And I have an uncle that lives on Kootenay River, or sorry, Kootenay Lake. So I was like right next to his house. So he just came and got me. But yeah. um, because well, okay. it was a bit like I was like ah, I could try, but I couldn't even pedal. So it's like, what am I gonna walk up Great Creek Pass and then walk to Kimberly just for for what? And that same year, we had a family trip of the KVR. Oh, you didn't want to be ruined. And so I didn't I didn't want to ruin myself on a selfish endeavor, and be like, sorry, family, I can't tow you on the <laughs> KVR now. So yeah, like, RJ RJ's story really oh, yeah. uh, changed people's expectations for perseverance. Like oh, it's like yeah, well, uh, well I can. He walked like what 150 yeah. k of that in thing in the Atlas Mountains. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. that's unfortunate, you know. Yeah, um, but he, yeah, he's also a different bike. beast. I'm just out there for a good time. But yeah, I'm he's smiling. Him. I'm not biking. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, everyone, check your brakes, check your bearings, <laughs> check your chain, check your knees. Yeah. Um, yeah, I gotta check all that stuff. I I need to get new pedals. There's a bunch of shit I have to do. Yeah. And it's only two weeks away. <laughs> yeah, it's close. It's funny, hey? It's, it's super close. I know. So this one's hopefully going to come out this week. I'm going to get it out right away. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you'll have to be fast on the edits. 
Oh, no, it doesn't. I don't. Just I have. I don't have to edit anything else. So How do you far. make me sound handsomer, though? Uh, it has a handsome filter oh, okay, on cool. here. I'll just turn it on. Okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't have it on there. You sounding like this before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. When you, when you reached out, I'm like, okay, I guess we better get doing this quick or else yeah. it's not going to matter. Um, yeah, timing's everything yeah. to, to connect. So, yeah, I really appreciate you guys coming up. Coming up. I think it was awesome. It's good yeah. to, to show some people around Invermere and, and shoot the shit. Yeah, well, that's the thing again. Because Invermere is essentially part of the the lost elephant, so it's sort of cool, like what we have here, right? Like, yeah. like Invermere, Kimberly Cranbrook are all, even Fernie has played into it. So, yeah. like, we have some pretty cool stuff to explore. You, you know, after doing, like we were talking about earlier, right? Like the um, the beta on on all the the trails and the gravel and everything around. Mm-hmm. the Columbia Valley here is getting dense. Like if people want to come out and do a trip, you know, you can take all these bike packing routes and kind of almost stitch them together. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you could, you could tour around the, the Kootenays and, and in the Rockies for, for weeks oh, yeah. and weeks. Yeah. yeah. Wait till you see like what's South of Cranbrook. Like that's where we're going to be hitting. Yeah, I've never been down this. there. I'm exactly. No one has it. No one has. And it's beautiful. It just, goes forever that's as eric was saying he doesn't go on the other side of the road that's he, he always rides south of cranbrook and i i was there this weekend and every what kilometer two kilometers there's another spur road going yeah. off and i'm like i wonder where that goes and then i go home check the back road map book my, my pops got me the newest back road map book so i was just looking yeah, and uh it's like oh those all connect like those every one of those ones connects and so now i'm just like oh man like why because i actually even live on the south end of town so it's like i'm there i'm like right in it within a block and it just goes forever back there like we could do it would be pretty circuitous and a bit of a bowl of spaghetti but we could do 500k ride down there without like like just down there, just south of cranberry yeah yeah Yeah. because and so then when you add again all the stuff between invermere and kimberly and kimberly and cranbrook like, um, like maybe we could actually do a specific gravel gravel grinder race yeah like yeah you know, like more of like a, like a one day like 150k yeah. type one actually i'll throw it out there because i've been thinking about it but because of covid and and i was thinking about having a doing a my back 40 gravel race mm-hmm. yeah and having it start out on west side road and mm-hmm. there's a there's a kind of a training loop that i would do is i i would basically leave my house Right down towards Radium, down the Red Rock to Briscoe. Yeah. And then basically on your way out to um, <clears throat> Bugaboos. Old. And then you come back on West Side Road. Yeah. And that, if I do that from here, like door to door, it's about 100K. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, if you go down West Side Road a bit, there's a lot of wreck sites. So you could like uh-huh. get a tent, get a Jenny, and then, you know, uh, just kind of get a 100K route and just mm-hmm. say, how many laps are you going to do? One, two, three. Yeah. And, you know, the elite guys can do three. Because right. they do that in, what, 12 hours? Mm-hmm. You know, going 30K an hour. <laughs> you yeah. know? And then, you know, yeah. you always come back to, quote, unquote, camp. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it'd be cool to get some beer sponsors if it's possible. Yeah. I think it's hard in Canada to get beer. But, uh, yeah, just have a big-ass fire there yeah. and, and a jenny with music. And sort of like a hurt in Albertan sort of. Yeah, that yeah, one seemed yeah, to be really actually, popular yeah. for that reason. Yeah. Yeah, and then people. Yeah, and you commit for, you know, you commit for hundred hundred k. 
You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Erickson. maybe next year, but uh, that's Ryan Hamilton's, and I guarantee it. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. And you know, I'd <laughs> love them. Yeah, Ryan and Tristan are already training for. Oh, are they? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah. It's like, on their it's on their calendar I already. Think. They're yeah. writing it down. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I want to get a gravel bike super bad. I think it looks yeah. just weird. There's so much of it around here, and uh, yeah. my, my bike's fine for mm-hmm. that. But it would be interesting to get like this ultralight kind yeah. of gravel like the 700 tires yeah making it a gravel or because that's what it seems like yeah. the real the main difference is yeah. 700 like c by got, 40s or 38s or whatever yeah like where you've got your 29 plus or your 29 that's bike packing but if you're gravel it's always a 700 or a 650B now. It wouldn't yeah. matter to get in the event if you want to ride yeah. a fat bike. No, I know, but yeah. just sort of that. Yeah, yeah but just something separation. like really light and nimble. Like it'd yeah. be really fun to just take it. And, you know, they're super spicy. Yeah, well, the beauty of that kind of you event know? is if you're not sleeping, just yeah. stuff a bunch of cliff bars and wine gums in your yeah. pocket and go. And 100K is super achievable. Yeah. You know, yeah. if people just want to give it a go. And mm-hmm. and the views, like the, the route is awesome. And it's, well, the, there's no, basically no traffic on it. And The route that Jen and I did, if you start from where... Them. Oh, sorry. Can, no, I was just okay. going to say I want to copyright that <laughs> yeah. route. So no. um, <laughs> if Where we started from, which is at the end of um, Gold Creek Road, which was nice. It's 114K loot. And I was watching it through the eyes of a gravel rider because I have a couple friends from Vancouver that are talking, oh, we should go do some ride together. And the whole thing, that's that whole Gilnaki route is totally doable yeah. with a gravel bike. And through some beautiful stuff, a couple good long climbs. And yeah, 114K perfect loop. You almost they're have every, to. They're everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. there's loops like that everywhere. Yeah. That's why I have to go out to the buckshot out to the Kamloops area. When it's not explore. raining. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you did that this year, right? Yeah. How did it go? Good. Just yeah. one day of rain this year. And, uh, yeah, beautiful area. I really enjoy that. It's, I don't want to say it's similar to here, but it's just, yeah, a lot of logging roads and uh, a lot of elevation. It was, uh, and I think there's, one section that I keep getting drawn back to, it's uh, Vermette Lake, and that's sort of the acclaimed center of the universe by uh, a group of monks back in the 70s. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, there's it, no there's no sign or anything when you was get... Was there a good vibe there? There's kind of this weird vibe. It's, it's a beautiful area. You're pushing your bike up from the lake, so you got a lot of time to reflect. Is that that one with the real punchy climb? Like yeah. Where you walk... Yeah, okay, yeah. that was a cool spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Center of the universe, man. It's you didn't know that. Like I thought... a geographical, like the ranges, like how the valleys all sort of tie in. It's the internet will tell you the rest. But... <laughs> <laughs> Ask the internet. So that's that's Leonard Pretorius's. Yeah, shout uh, out to Leonard. Great, yeah. and yeah. he changes the route each year. Yeah, it's only officially been run. Once. Oh, just once. Last year was the first time. Like, it's usually been run around Labor Day, but it's always been smoked out. And then last year was the first official one in May long weekend. And it was a mud fest for whatever the two days. And then uh, this year it didn't go through for obvious reasons. And But I decided to go out and do it anyway. Yeah. And uh, so, how far, how fast did you do it? 
I did it in I I I left from Paul Lake, which was probably twenty kilometers east of Kamloops. Um, so I did it over two nights, and it was I think just shy of four hundred kilometers was sixty seven hundred meters of elevation. Nice. And uh, but yeah, it, it takes you up through. Like 70, 70 mile house. And, um, oh, it goes way up there. Hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow, you sort crazy. of go around Bridge Bridge Lake, which it went through last year. Um, was it Green Lake, I think? That you go on the north side and uh, yeah, it, it's yeah. You you the only civilization you go through is seventy mile clear water. And uh, that's that's it. Yeah, like you just sort of let's get out there and do that. Mm-hmm. It's so far away. It is. That, that's that's only problem. like a six-hour drive. It's pretty far away. Yeah, I tried to for me. I mean, it yeah. wouldn't be. You know, just family logistics. Yeah, and yeah. Getting out yeah. there, like getting to the BC Epic was epic. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, well, at least I'm riding home. Well, didn't you guys have like <laughs> some plan this year to get a van or something? Martin Flanagan was gonna get a van um yeah and yeah covid yeah that's a good idea like because even how many were from cranbrook the year we that i tried it me you jason uh the hamiltons and greg greg's from kimberly but yeah so like five people from that are neck of the woods how yeah there's something going on over there yeah, I keep hearing voices. They're coming through the mic pretty loud. Okay. Um, and then, some guests. Like, yeah, we could fill up a wacky van with a big old trailer, no problem. <laughs> There's some great events in BC, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. between the Epic and the AR. And Do you think they're going to run the um, Hurton again? No. Why not? Come on, why not? <laughs> I, I, I asked, I, I forgot who. Reach out. Who is. Oh, it's Phil's Phil's cut brother and yeah, I, I'm not sure what it what it. Uh, it's probably a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, I think the organization and I don't know. Uh, it just sort of. It, it seemed to be a very emphatic no. Yeah. Like and it wasn't. Eh, maybe. That one always seemed a bit more organized. I think that might be the issue. You were talking about it in that one with, with Chris Cameron? Skinner about oh, Chris. Um, things growing too quickly. Mm. The growth is what kills things almost. And especially in this where there's zero money to be made. Right. Right. So if you're not going to charge, but it's going to take you, let's say, 100, 200 hours of volunteer hours just to plan it. Yeah. You're going to get burnt out quick. So like by, but everyone seemed to love that hurt in Albertan because it had like that campsite in the middle of the figure eight. Yeah. And everyone loved that. So it's almost like, I hate to say it, but at that stage, you almost need to charge to get, just to keep that whoever the human is that's organizing it but that opens like yeah like exactly insurance well did you guys listen to the podcast with cameron dubay Mm -hmm. so just just the simple act of putting a route online or route if you're american (laughs) (laughs) um just the act of putting a, a a route online uh exposes you to liability so whether you charge or not and I'm not saying that Eric's eyes are like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, 
It's not even so, the ITTs. Yeah, so so Cameron, uh, and I, I, I apologize, I can't remember the, the name of the uh, risk analyst I think he was working with, but it's like, yeah, just as simple as that. And that goes for anybody. Like if I plan a route and I put it on um, Ride With GPS and people go ride it and then they get into trouble, I could be sued just because you just because you made it a public just because you put it out there well just because you put it out there and said hey everyone check this out and I'm you know I'm who I am and you know I did the lost elephant so I you know I'm pretty capable rider right but then you said hey go do the lost elephant jumbo it's awesome and then people (laughs) slide down those avalanche paths right Chris Ferguson (laughs) (laughs) so so it's interesting and I was going to ask you that like you know we've kind of been shooting the shit a lot but we haven't really just you know, a lot of, not a lot of construct to what we're talking about, but how do you feel as a organizer, non-organizer? Do you feel exposed in any way? Do you guys feel like, <laughs> not until now? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but see, my we my, assign uh, no names to anything. Yeah. My my argument, sure, not argument right. to Cameron, but my just you know the, the thing I put out there is that you know the the demographic of people who are participating in, in these events know exactly what they're signing up for. Yeah, like when I signed up for the epic. You know, or when I signed up for the Lost Elephant, sp- specifically the Lost Elephant, I knew because I knew this area. I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like, I knew what I was getting into, right? And yeah, we pulled no punches. Was going to be yeah. yeah and, but even still, you get surprised. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway, yeah. So I, I didn't mean yeah. to get your no, hamster wheel spinning there. But, no, I'm. Uh, I don't know. Well, there's waiver forms that are available for the the events but aren't mandatory to you don't need to hand them in to in order to ride it but no it, it's so i think the organizer do, do like seeing people acknowledging what they're getting into and it wasn't there something like it's, i don't think canada's is the mm. take just probably not as big of an issue up here maybe but even the tour divide right like like Jay Peterberry was saying in that podcast, it's like, you know, you write, you can write the letter of intent, but it's like, you, you don't have to do that. You know, you, yeah. you could do it or not. Or, yeah. but yeah, I would just imagine yeah. when you think of all the hundreds and, well, maybe even, well, thousands, thousands. of people, yeah. you know, hundreds of thousands maybe mm-hmm. who've ridden it. Um, you know, there's been no issue, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I was just wondering if that ever yeah. crossed your mind. And it goes for like, if I want to run that gravel ride, yeah, it's like, I'm not going to charge any money for it. Like, yeah, you know, here's yeah. here's a loop. Yeah. You ride it once, twice, thrice. Because it's more like a yeah, more like a group ride essentially. It's more like a party. Essentially, more like a party. Yeah, yeah, just to get together. But, um, like that one specifically would be like that. Where, yeah, where I feel like all these ones you like the, the AR or the <laughs> yeah. the AR, the Lost Elephant or the BC Epic. It's more of a here's a route like the or the person who made that route, whether it's Leonard or like Andrew James or whoever it is that designed the route. They're just like, look at this cool route. Give her. Yeah. We want it to be fun. So let's have a day that we start on. And yeah, it, it I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if any of the people. You got to throw in Jonathan Hayward. Yeah, sorry. I, I don't know. I don't course, know him. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know it. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those things. It's like, I don't know. Just go have fun. Go. When Challenge I've, yourself. Yeah, when I've when I've talked to organizers in the past, I've always kind of brought that up. Yeah. Organizers, non-organizers. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think everyone's so quick to say they're not an organizer because they, I think it's almost more because they don't want to answer the questions. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah just sign up and come and do it here. We've given you the information. Just do it. 
Um, like, it gets tiring. <laughs> Do you get a lot of uh, messages? No, not at all. Not time. too much. <laughs> I think at two years ago, I think when we were actually making it more, like, rather than just sort of throwing out the elephant, we started to um, advertise it or put try and get, the, yeah, word get the word out. And, out yeah. Like, as soon as you put something on Facebook and not and then not having somebody there to answer anything. But when we started to have somebody answer the, those Facebook questions and you start getting more mm-hmm. and, uh, it's the first, the first couple of years, it was very little core or very little information. Yeah, out it's there. Like nothing. Yeah. It was first just, two years. this is a date. This is a start time. Yeah, I don't even know how people got the route. Did like you have to like ask James or something for it? Yeah, I don't it was know. Like, oh, you could download it or no? Oh, it was down. Yeah, it was shared in back alleys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a thumb drive in a back alley. Yeah. <laughs> but to answer the question about do we get a lot of questions? We get a, a few. Like it's sort of like uh, one of them is like, oh, what time is such and such gas station open till? And I'm like, dude. I don't know. So I Googled it like he could have uh, type yeah. thing or um, there's all sorts of like funny questions. Like, like where's that. water supply? Yeah. That's and, they, and to me, it's right, just like, yeah. you know, as well as we do, it's all, it's in the, it's on the maps sort of type thing. If there's a creek there, there's water. Yeah. It's yeah, kind there's of that generally sort of, water in this area. It's not like BC is pretty yeah. good for that. But like, yeah. I, as the person who's answering the questions, and maybe because I'm fairly lackadaisical a lot of things, but if someone signs up, I'm not going to like call them up and be like, are you sure about your bike choice? It's like you have the information. Yeah, there doesn't right. seem to be that many so, questions regarding bike choice. I think it was last year, the year before, there seemed to be like a, that was a, a strong question of the water. Of, like the water and and bike choices is a fat bike proper or is it gravel? Well, bike? remember when we did the podcast for Bike Pack Canada and you guys were like, "Yeah, this is not a gravel route. Do no, not bring not a gravel route. bike." <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. like, "Yeah, don't yeah. Just, don't just don't do that." Like I was, yeah. I was really I happy to have a plus bike. Like I, think I wouldn't even hesitate to ride it full suspension. I wouldn't. I think. Oh yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's gnarly. Yeah, I think for seventy percent of the route. Like a a gravel bike would be fine. Like this, this year? Yeah, no, from even last year. Oh, yeah. But it's the but, 30%. Yeah. Like you look at 30% of whatever, 500 kilometers, and the intensity of those. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, you know, 100 kilometers like, of that was like Paradise Brewer in Paradise. That's yeah. basically from where I slept, like from Whitetail, it's like 105 or 110. Like Paradise, you could do it. That's a gravel bike. You could. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You could. And where you're pushing your bike, it's whether it's a plus or a gravel. It's not <laughs> going to matter. And like Chief Isidore is a gravel bike. Yeah. Um, Coming down Wild Horse, that's. Kimberly to Cranbrook's obviously a gravel yeah. bike. Yeah, coming down Wild Horse is not a gravel bike. No. It and it depends on the rider's ability as yeah, well, too, too right? Like going up top of the world. That's, yeah, that's that the thing is, is you, got, you got to count on those. Super smooth, yeah. You got to, yeah. but for. Again, I'd rather push a hard, or I'd rather ride a hardtail where it's smooth than a gravel bike 
where it's intense. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no really right. There's no right there's no answer right to, to the type of bike. Yeah. yeah it just depends Bigger on tires, the ability. More suspension. <laughs> Drop the pose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then who, who primarily does the roots? Is that, is that Andrew? Like, like this year was Andrew. Yeah. It's Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he's the guy kind of with the fingers on the pulse of the backcountry yeah, around. Like, he's just yeah. out there so yeah. much. Yeah. Looked, I think every minute he has is either looking at roots or actively riding crazy roots. That's like my buddy Jordy. Yeah. He's he's a I think a GIS guy for okay. for Canfor. So all he does is look at maps. He's looking yeah. at maps constantly, and he's like, "Oh, look at this or yeah. this pass and that pass." And well, that's he's how constantly I feel like, running ridges. Yeah, like, I feel like Andrew. He's not GIS, but he's a planner for the whole RDEK. Yeah, or planning manager. Yeah. So he knows this area like the back of his hand. Yeah, man. That's but I like, think it's also more because he's a just out there. He's just out there he's all, in all it. the time. Yeah, yeah he, he and his uh, Teresa group is his partner, and so they're out there every weekend, whether it's skiing, climbing, or like he's as well known in the climbing world as he is in the cycling world. So it's like, like <laughs> he's just out there. Skiing. Yeah, and bike yeah. backcountry skiing even just yeah. as much. So that's cool. I'll have to get him on. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't say much though, does he, Andrew? Yeah, his his sto- his stories are great. He's yeah, yeah he's well, he's humble and yeah. Do you hear that? Yeah, that's like a Stars helicopter, man. They've been coming in and out of here for days. Really, it's gonna get really loud here in a second. Because yeah. they oh your yeah your husband yeah the way they approach right they go out or come in or out and they they have to have this super long approach. It's never good news of a Stars helicopter. Yeah, it's a bummer, yeah. There was man. one coming up from south of Cranbrook on Sunday down at the Gapasar area. Yeah. No, it, it's sort of nice to be able to toot Andrew's horn because he won't toot it himself. Uh, you know, like he's he's one of the most capable people you'll ever meet, but he's not going to tell you that. Come on, Andrew. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Does he listen to this? Oh, yeah. Come on, he Andrew. Will. He will. <laughs> well, we'll have to get him on and share yeah. some stories. Stories are always good. So yeah. what else? What's what's up? Um, have you, you're already planning for next year's Lost Elephant? or? <laughs> well, I'd like to do like to do the yeah. AR-700 as well this year. Is it happening this no. year? No. Oh, just the the AR-700 is not happening this year, but I'd like to ride the route anyway. Yeah. It's my ITT year. I thought it was happening for just, you know, no. Alberta. Oh, are you kind of giving me the wink? Shakehead? <laughs> as far as I know, it's, oh, really? it's done. Because I kind of was under the impression that a lot of these, these events were kind of going to be... Jeez, man, it's loud out here today. Was, um, was um, kind of more interprovincial kind of thing. Like, uh, um, my buddy James, he's doing the... Um, I forget his last name. What's your last name, James? He's doing the, the Lost Elephant this year. He's from Alberta. And he was like, oh, I'm kind of tentative because I'm from Let Alberta. Let me see what his name uh, is. Leithwaite. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I remember. <laughs> yeah, Leithwaite, I think. He's he's uh, he's got a look for, actually. I yep, think. He's yeah. 26 years old from Calgary, Alberta. He's a youngin, <laughs> And he, uh, he, uh, he's been training with Ryan Draper hmm. uh, from Cycling 101. <clears throat> and he told me the other day, he goes, yeah, man. He's uh, there. He goes again. Not James. 
um, that he's feeling good, feeling strong. Doing so the jumbo? He's yeah. going to be doing the jumbo, yeah. yeah. So um, we, uh, yeah, I know him. He worked at, uh, I think it was. Weird. Hopefully, I'd like to see Dion out. There's a, there's so. a, he's doing a big trip right now, so maybe he's not going to make it, though. Oh, is he? There's yeah, a pretty strong contingent for the jumbo this year. Yeah. What we need is a Ryan well, Hamilton. There, so uh, Yeah, we do need a Ryan Hamilton. I thought Ryan was in there. He's on the Dumbo. Oh. Taking yeah. a chill this year. Well. But yeah, watch. But no, because he did the Dumbo in 17 hours. Oh, yeah. There. Yeah, so he might take it. I don't know. He hasn't said one way or the other, but he could either take a chill or go absolutely bonkers. Try to break it again. Yeah. So. But, but yeah. no, like, like there's... There's some the fast guy. names on there, like Greg Johnson. He's yes. fast. Do I know Greg? Greg? He's, he's from yeah, Kimberly. He did Kimberly. the BC Epic. He did it the year that you did it and I did it. So the year that you finished. Um, he, he's a he's a bit he's quiet and he's yeah. a sleeper, but he's fast. He's yeah. a strong. Yeah. yeah. I want to be fast and a sleeper. <laughs> See, I'm a sleeper. Just in general. I'm a sleeper finisher. <laughs> maybe not fast but. but see there's that whole I mean it's not even debatable really I think there's 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 no way that uh, less sleep is gonna and oh no when I say sleeper I mean like uh, like you don't really he's if you're, if you're milling about before the race he's not the one that's gonna stand out yeah he's not gonna be the, oh I he's see. not gonna be all in his he's like bright that, spandex he, yeah, giant. yeah he'll just, just like gonna, the Sofiano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, not a sleeper. He doesn't, not that he sleeps a lot. I don't know. I don't know his sleep schedule because I would never be able to ride with him. He's, Who's he's, that, Greg? Yeah, Greg. Because <laughs> he's way ahead. So, um, yeah, but yeah, and sleeping. then, yeah. and who did. Yeah, the, he was going to, he, he was actually doing the epic AR700 that one year where they're joining. Like back to back? Yeah, yeah. That was, I forgot what that route was. The bear. The bear, yeah, yeah, he was so Fernie, and then over to and then right Coleman, up to and then is that you mean that that old the old AR mm -hmm. Coleman to Hinton? Yeah, yeah, the VC epic to Hinton. It's AR that was what they were calling the bear, right? The bear. Yeah. I know the, the logistics of doing an A to B suck, but I I, I kind of hope Jonathan brings it back and does an an, an old school Coleman to Hinton because that's the one I scratched on and I'd really that like was to my do it first again. one that I yeah did. that was your very first one yeah the inaugural AR oh cool 700. How, how did you do how it, did on you? it? Yeah, cool. yeah I like three days couple I, days whatever started Saturday finished like Tuesday also like three yeah three and yeah a that was hours. an eye opener where I had my plan of getting to the campsite which was at 200 kilometers and uh, just road 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 not really proper properly doing my nutrition and uh, well getting uh, 200 that would have taken you to Kananaskis right no no this was, this was well before uh, Canmore yeah oh yeah that's and way like, further than that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And uh, like it would have been before Wipers, but like I rode till about ten o'clock at night, and then I got off my bike, basically literally fell off my bike. <laughs> my legs are just like jello, and I didn't even unpack my tent. I rolled out my sleeping bag, my ground sheet, and used a rock as a pillow, and then I could hear the, because it got cold that night, and I could hear the ice crystals just like like the 
the sound that they make when they're just hitting something warm, just uh, crackling. Yeah. And then that stars helicopter. Again. And then that's when I made that rule, like where I, I'm always looking for a campsite, like at like before it starts getting too dark, and then I've sort of played around with that, and like the June July events are really nice to be able to sort of like you got light as your factor and yeah for sure with you like with the last two big rides i've done like i haven't even set an, an alarm like you just whatever get up at five and riding by six and do you bring a shelter with you generally yeah you do yeah. eh? oh yeah you do yeah yeah 100 percent, man i could what kind of tent do you use well you use i've used a bivy Oh, so you consider a bivy, like a bivy tent, like a hoop bivy or something? Yeah, yeah, I used that in the Epic last year, and I've used that in the Lost Elephant, but, like, I don't mind carrying it, but I don't like sleeping in it. A tent is so much sweeter. (laughs) But right now I'm using a North Face, uh, like, just sort of an inexpensive tent. I used the Eureka Midori before, like the one that... Uh, Ivan, uh, oh, who's that guy? Um, oh, uh, Johan. Johan, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that he Johan won't do my podcast. <laughs> he's too busy biking. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's shy. I think he's more of a video guy. <laughs> I want to. I, I, yeah, I reached out to him. He was actually down. He was in Cranbrook for a few days. What? Dude, yeah, I know. He's super. He's super chill. He's that sleeping giant type guy too, right? And he just for Ari Safari. Yeah, he's in Manitoba right now. So I told him he's getting closer. Yeah, when he gets here, yeah, he's not doing huge days, right? He's he's carrying a lot of shit. So and you know he's going up north. So I think yeah, he needs a lot of shit. But um, yeah, when I did the uh, Lost Elephant, I I do the tarp burrito thing. So I've my entire sleep kit is in my burrito, and it just strap it into my harness. This year, I'm thinking I'm not bringing a shelter because I'm just like, eh, whatever. You I've don't got, need one. I've got pants. I've got rain pants and a jacket, you know, and a bivy I can crawl into. You know what I learned? Well, on you, this? for five hours and two nights anyway, you know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and if it were to rain, I would just, if it was, if I really needed sleep, I would just put all my rain gear on and just prop up under a tree. Yeah. and just Like we kinda, did last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was saying to Ryan and Eric that they really weren't helping me. Uh, learn how to be faster with my stops. <laughs> Kept stopping and sitting somewhere for like an hour, hour, oh, hour. Just yeah. cold kicking it it's so horrible hard. training. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. But I was like, wait a minute, you guys are the ones I look up to for figuring out how to do this properly. And now I'm sitting at A and W for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to fatten up, get yeah. those calories in, then you don't have to eat for two days. Yeah. No, yeah. it was good though, because one of those routes were, I don't know, let's change it. I don't know, let's take our time. I don't know, let's change it again. That was good. Yeah, I've been really thinking about doing the tent, like trying to get... It It, it seems like something I really want to invest some money in because I love the tarp, and the tarp is so versatile. And when yeah. we were, when I did that trip a few weeks ago, that was our cooking shelter because the other guys yeah. had these one-person tents. And I had my tarp set up, and they kind of like, hey, can we mm-hmm. come under your tarp? I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, man. And I started moved all my shit out of the way. And You're we like, cooked. wait, this is my you know. tent. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. I yeah. just wasn't. I, yeah. I, I was yeah. so tired. I just thought we were going to go to sleep. But of course, man, you know, I moved all my shit, yeah. and we end up cooking under there. And 
So in that case, you know, you can you can yeah. use it as a cooking shelter for like we could have fit four people under it. It's yeah. an eight by ten tarp. Yeah. It doesn't weigh anything. Like it's it's tiny. It's it's like the size of your wrapped up with with steaks and cord. It's the size of your bottle there. What's that? A two liter steel bottle or a one and a half? One and a half liter. Yeah. So it's it doesn't take up much space. And on the last yeah. elephant, I had my burrito, and and when I slept there at at. Um, near whitetail that was my ground sheet mm-hmm. so i basically just unrolled the burrito yeah. and just like blew up my mat and just laid it off. wasn't gonna rain it wasn't gonna rain thank god it didn't because when i got up in the morning i was surrounded by cow shit huge because i rolled in at yeah, like yeah. three in the morning i was like oh my god yeah. i didn't even know what was going on it was dark and i couldn't see and i just laid it out so do you have like a bug face mask or i have a head net but yeah. it was it was cold it's fine, yeah. yeah actually my head net yeah. story on the bc epic was i stopped at a near is it boundary past that was that mile one cafe or that bar that like that, midway midway that's yeah. right so just past that it was a short day for me and i i you know i slept pretty well and i woke up when my alarm went off and and i i, I like i looked around and went oh shit my visual acuity was really bad i thought i was dehydrated i wasn't sure what was going on i was like what the fuck is going on and i touched my face and it's like oh I have my, head, my head <laughs> 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 it was all like weird and it was like what's going on and I put earplugs in so everything's quiet like what's going on I can't see anything <laughs> yeah sleep deprivation so funny oh that's interesting I rode you, myself blind what do you carry do you carry full I, tent a full tent it was actually Dion Clark's done a couple of good write ups and so I just saw it I'm like oh he like on a whim it's I, if I'm probably remembering it incorrectly but when he did the BC Epic East, east to west. west on a whim he like bought a tent as he's like leaving calgary type thing oh yeah and it was just this mec one person and so like I looked the spark up, or something that's a pretty nice tent green. actually yeah. and it's about 200 dollars less yeah than any a other BA, one like that big agnes, big agnes yeah. or the msr that's sort of equivalent yeah. and i would i went to mec and like set them both up i set the msr equivalent up and actually we own the msr equivalent in a two-person which is a beautiful tent but i couldn't tell a difference it was like I'll take it. Mm-hmm. It's it, it was lighter, and the spark the spark is lighter. One person, yeah, but and it's is it self supported? Yeah, yeah. it's so nice. Yeah, the it, North Face I got like I went the reason I went with that like the straight poles rather than yeah, the hub poles. Might have and those like funny. Oh, is like, it the, the, the like little the triangle yeah. at top? A couple, that yeah. Out? yeah. So it doesn't doesn't pack up as nicely as your like, yeah. little tight poles do. Right, so straight, that was a that was a conscious. That's decision all. That's what I wanted. For the straight yeah. poles. Yeah. and it's a freestanding as well, where you can set it up with uh, just a fly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's just I don't know, but like it's just I'm just cheap. I just don't have the money. My I can do my box sleeping bag, my tent, my sleeping pad, and sometimes I take a liner too to make my sleeping bag warmer. Yeah, and Good it idea. all fits into like five and a half liters on my on my handlebar roll wow that's awesome it's like and it's like what like three four pounds i don't know like yeah tell. so on this on this trip i did i, I went light because i was kind of doing a shakedown right so i single yeah. speeded it and brought my tarp and stuff and i brought my my race sleeping kit which is basically just you know wool socks uh tights uh merino top puffy mm-hmm. jacket you know a beanie 
whatever. You know, it's it's warm enough, yeah, but yeah. it ended up being pretty cold up there. Yeah. So yeah. I was in my SOL Escape Bivy, which is right. kind of the fifty dollar one. Yeah. Great Bivy. It's it's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, those and, are great, um, <laughs> especially for the price. I could feel right away. I was like, shit, I'm getting cold. I can feel it. So I took the emergency bivy and I slid it up over top, and I was like, ah, oh, damn, it's so is that like nice. One of those um, foil things. It's a goddamn plastic bag. Yeah. Dude, okay. Yeah. With with mylar inside, yeah. and then yeah. you know what? It's it's I could see it in a pinch. Yeah. So this is the first time I experienced hypothermia in my life. And I woke up at like two in the morning. I was yeah. fucking shaking and I couldn't, yeah. I was like, it was almost that weird shake. Cause I didn't feel cold, mm-hmm. but I was shaking. Right. Yeah. And I was like, is it excitement? It, Cause it didn't, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't really register because yeah. it was like, but I'm not, I don't feel cold. Well, that's hypothermia. Right. Yeah. So I was trying to like, okay, just breathe, man. You're mm-hmm. just, you're good. And I just got just shaking, vibrating. So I got up, I, you know, I, and I, I, when I put the emergency bivy on, I was like, man, I wonder what the condensation is going to be like in here. So just you know, like, woke up ice cold yeah. and the whole inside of that thing was just wet. Yeah. Right. So fuck, I got up at two, it's getting up. I warmed up. So got up, moved around, turned it inside out, shook it out, shook all the water out, turn it around again, slipped it back on. Cause like, Oh, I get a couple yeah. more hours sleep. Woke up at five shivering again, yeah. shivering my ass off. I was like, yeah. God damn it! I didn't bring my quilt. I was super lightweight. Mm. I did. Uh, if it wasn't for that wet bivy, I probably would have yeah. been okay. Yeah. Or if I had the wet, uh, probably killed you. Totally. Yeah. And if I had um, down pants and yeah. booties, that's what I really want to complete my kit: is the pants and the booties. I feel like if I had that, yeah. I would have been all right. Yeah. I think I would have been all right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's creating that. Uh, the ventilation, which is well, even tents, like tents get condensation issues For as sure. well too. Like, and that's what I like about the tarp. It's cold and cold and hot. <laughs> yeah. So every all things being equal, you know, if it's a nice day like it, or nice night like it is tonight, yeah, I wouldn't even bivy. I put my mat out, get under my yeah. quilt, under mm-hmm. my tarp, or not even yeah. my tarp. I wouldn't even put my tarp up. Yeah, yeah. just I'd your Super comfy. Well, maybe it's it's kind of cool. Like you notice the mosquitoes are gone yeah. now, right? Because yeah. it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bother even putting a shelter up, and I would be fine. I'd be toasty, like all night. Mm-hmm. That's actually a good point. I always pack my sleeping bag as the last thing to pull out. But if it's nice enough, it should almost be the first thing you pull out because then you can, like, mm-hmm. I pull, I pack it the, in a specific way. So I pull out my tent, it's set up, and then I pull the last thing I pull yeah, out is the sleeping bag. Yeah, you got your. But flow. if you if it's gonna be nice, put your sleeping bag bag in so it comes out first. So in case yeah, you don't need the rest and you just go Yeah, for it. that's the thing, right? It's like sleeping under the stars. It's a waste it's of nice, time yeah. setting up a tent if you don't need it. And it's, it's going to be 10 degrees and... No privacy. Yeah. Everyone can seize your ass when yeah. you're changing. <laughs> that's their, that's <laughs> just don't well, that's their downfall. So look, I've got a great ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. What else do you guys want to talk about? Yeah, I've been all over the map tonight. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Jumbo. Yeah. So when's it happening? It's happening like in a couple weeks. Yeah. So July twenty fifth at seven a.m. at the Cranbrook Chamber of Commerce, which I don't know the address to. Um, but yeah, just reach out to us and hit us up. Because and if you don't want to sign up, don't just show up and we'll yeah, just we'll show be up happy and to see you. Yeah. yeah. And you put the new route. Yeah. So, up there. but that's actually a good point. So it is a new route now, but please, the week before. Just double check that we haven't put up a new route. Like maybe even re-download it the week before because who you knows anti- what'll happen. Do you anticipate a change? No, not necessarily. But just but check. Like for me, I didn't download the most recent one on when I did the buckshot. That was a mistake. Oh. So I went way off 
route because uh, Leonard had put one up and then went and checked it and he's like, oh, that doesn't work. <laughs> well, I found out that it didn't work. Oh, man. So, so yeah, don't do, don't do what I did. Just make sure we change it. I, or so we make sure you get the newest route. Um, maybe what I'll do is I'll put a date on there saying when it was updated. Well, it's yeah. on so Ride it's with on, GPS, right? It's on yeah. Ride with GPS. So the newest one is July 2nd. I think I just yeah, downloaded I think so. it the other day. Yeah. And that's yeah. the one on track leaders. And the Dumbo has okay. not changed. The Dumbo is the same as it always has been. So, so track yeah. leaders is up. You can register with track leaders now. It's like I I don't I'm not sure it, it's up on track leaders. I'm not sure if it's too early to register. Oh, it might not be up as a yeah, okay. We'll, I understand. Like it, so, if you have like it might be within a week, mm -hmm. you can register. Yeah. But we'll put it out on the Facebook right away. Um, I'm not going to promise that I'm going to send out an email to everyone because I haven't been good at keeping everyone's email in a spot. But also Facebook is social face, Facebook is the way. Yeah. So check Facebook for the track once the track leaders up we'll put it on facebook right away you know another story just quickly is uh so when i did the bc epic i did i went with uh, jeff o'leary and uh, tim johnson we were out there staying at a hotel and we got up, i think we got up in the morning or was it at night but i downloaded all the segments so this isn't really a problem i don't mm -hmm. think for the for the jumbo because no, it's not long it's enough it's only one but when I downloaded the route for the BC Epic on my E-Trex 30X, so I know a lot of people are using the Wahoo stuff now. It's probably not an issue on them because they're a lot more processor-heavy, probably devices than the E-Trex. E yeah. yeah, you know why, why I love the E-Trex is um, it's double A's. bomber. It's yeah. bomber you, and it's double A's, and uh, you can get like almost two days out of that thing. Yeah, um, you just shut it off at night, turn yeah. it back on in the morning. It's great for living on the line, but I always yeah. I always carry a ride with GPS on my phone because when you get to a town, I find the the detail on the E-Trex is yeah. horrible. Yeah. You can't zoom in and look for for points of interest, but if you whip out your phone or Google Maps or whatever, yeah. um, and you can zoom in that way. But great device. But uh, Jeff, I love you, buddy, and I hope we get to ride soon. Is um, he downloaded the route as one big thing? But his E-Trex wasn't able to oh. process that many points. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? The breadcrumbs. Too yeah. many breadcrumbs. Yeah. So in the morning we woke up, and actually he, <laughs> I woke up and he was already ready. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Why, why didn't you wake me up, dude? <laughs> so, but he's scrambling. He goes, Steve, how long's the route on your e tracks And I was like, well, I have all the segments, so I've got. I think there were five segments yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I go, well, it's eleven hundred or whatever it was. And uh, he goes, oh, I'm only showing like seven hundred thirty yeah. or something. I was like, oh shit, dude. Yeah. And I think it was too late. I don't know what he did. I don't know what he did yeah. to, to get through that. But just, I guess, I guess yeah. just kind of a, a reminder. Yeah, double check it for sure. Because well, yeah. actually, even just last weekend, so I set this 527 kilometer route, and I just have this super simple design um, GPS, as well as an ancient old uh, Garmin 200. Yeah. Um, both like super small, tiny cycling computers. <laughs> I get out in front of my house. And, and so I take the Garmin one as a backup. Just a straight backup, and just in case everything goes sideways. The design one had nothing. It was not working at all. Really? Too bad. And so I was like, and I think that's exactly what it is. And then I turned on the Garmin. It started, shut down the whole computer, wouldn't start up again. And I think because the processor couldn't handle it. But I'm like, well, I'm going with Ryan and Eric. Hopefully they have it. <laughs> so I'm biking and get to Ryan's house. And as he pulls up beside me, I hear his little computer go beep, beep, beep. I'm like, oh. I am so thankful to hear that noise right now. I do not have this route. So yeah, definitely double check and test it. Yeah, you got to check your device. Because yeah, we did only sure. put it up as one, one segment. One segment. So, yeah. mm -hmm. 
I don't. Um, I don't think there's a, enough on there to. Yeah, maybe not. I don't, yeah, it never caused me any problems on the jumbos before. Yeah, I found that it down it does download as a larger file, like like over one meg, and that caused issues like downloading to an e tracks. Oh like, really? Yeah, like even doing the buckshot, like just the four hundred kilometers. Yeah, and I I like I just found like the in order the way you upload it onto the e-tracks you just go through the connect rather than um yeah it's just a oh. really random process i drives me bonkers i just plug my e-tracks in usb and navigate yeah. it like a file system where's that coming from huh. i don't know let's see nice got some packet oh here we go there's <laughs> some folks dancing teenagers they know how to have huh. fun Invermere, man, it's a party <laughs> town. <laughs> it's crazy. This microphone is so crazy. He's picking that, picks, that up, yeah, oh, man. quite nice. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, yeah, I just plug it in. The, the Garmin stuff runs really shitty on my Mac. Like, I don't know yeah. if, if it's just not written correctly. Yeah. It's just, it's just, I, I find the, the same. It just beach balls all the time. I so I just plug it in. I take the the uh, the file and just drag it into the. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I've done that. Like, I have to shrink the f the file size. Really? Hey? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But I, I guess just a reminder to everyone to, you know, you don't want to worry about your navigation. So, <laughs> so through the Elder Dash. Yeah. So so get your yeah get your shit together and get those files sooner than later and test them on your devices and oh listen, they're getting closer. Yeah, they're like right there. <laughs> so loud. Good. Yeah. Really. <laughs> It's funny when that can be the intro and outro music this time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> keep the rubber side down, everybody. Um, yeah, I've got freaking helicopters tonight. It's crazy. Holy um, what do you guys want to talk about? Anything else? Good. I don't know. Yeah, it's good. Well, um, I'm pretty pumped to yeah. ride the Lost Elephant. Yeah, I'm really excited for it this year too. Yeah, and I'm really excited to see everyone there, and it's going to be a fun social. There's a good. Party. The one thing I'm really excited about. There's a. <laughs> it's so. <laughs> What happens when you record podcasts outside? Oh, there it is. oh that's not a star, uh, Stars one. It's a different one. The one thing I'm really excited about is there's a lot of first timers this year. Awesome. It's like out of towners. I, yeah. Oh yeah, lots of out of towners too. Like a, three people from Revelstoke randomly. Uh, some from the coast, like yeah. the West Coast. Um, and so yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, I think it's getting sort of known. I think the Dumbo especially is getting known as like this. Well. It's, at least it's only 300 kilometers. It might be tough, but at least it's only 300 kilometers. Yeah, and you know what? What I think take the take the whole idea of this being a race yeah. out of your vocabulary. Yeah. Because yeah. if you want to race it, race it. Ride it as fast yeah. as you want. If you mm -hmm. want to just come out and experience the uh, the Kootenays and the Rockies and the Flathead in, in a different way, mm -hmm. you just want to experience it and see it, especially if you're from the coast. Yeah. Because like the... Oh, the so ecosystem different. out here is so different. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's arid, it's dry, yeah. it's exposed, it's dusty. You know, it's different. And um, if you want to experience it, yeah, you, you sign up for these events and come out. Mm -hmm. you, it's it's ride your own ride. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be at the pointy end of the stick. No, right? I, I I love that the people out there that are talking about doing it in like the Dumbo specifically in two three sleeps. Yeah, that's yeah. great. More, it's like yeah. perfect. Yeah. yeah, I think like. 
because you get that sort of excitement of the people at the beginning. Oh, yeah. And then everyone's running their own ride once they're out there. Yeah. Like, unless you're doing it with your friends and then do it that way. Yeah. Like, as I said, like last year, the 12 people at one campsite. That's awesome. That's awesome. And yeah. it, it's like, you know, um, yeah, it just makes it more accessible. And you're going to meet awesome people and you're going to be able to ride bikes with them and yeah. get to know all these great people and, and, uh, yeah, make new, make new relationships yeah. to carry forward. So, well guys, thanks yeah. for coming well, thanks. out. I hope we covered all the topics you wanted. Hey, thanks for okay. showing me that area that's not on trail forks. <laughs> We're not going to tell anybody <laughs> about oh, yeah. that area though. We can't do that. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. Thanks for hospitality. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Oh man, my pleasure. Thanks. I want to thank Nathan Siemens and Eric Ross again for their time and thank all of you for tuning in. I really appreciated them coming up. I thought it was, uh, it was awesome. If anyone is in the Invermere area who listened to this and they want to sit down and have a chat, let's do it. Let's connect. Um, I know a lot of people are coming in and out of this area all the time to ride bikes. So don't be shy, reach out and uh, let's get together. We can have a beer and have a chat. I like getting to know people and everyone has a story. So if, if you want to reach out to me, mybike40podcast at gmail.com is the best place. You can send voice memos. Thank you, Guy and Tim. Feedback and guest suggestions. And also to support the podcast, the best and easiest way to support the podcast is to give it a five-star rating and a review on the platform you're listening on. So if you could do that, that'll help me grow and reach more people. And uh, I'd really appreciate it. So I want to thank the supporters already that I have. Without you guys, I wouldn't be able to do this. And uh, I really hope you're digging the content. And if you want to learn more about how you can support the MyBack40 project, just head on over to myback40.org slash support. So that's it for this week. You know, I've kind of been announcing who I'm putting out kind of from time to time, and I don't know who's coming out next week. Um, I know I've been talking to Bonnie Gagnon, and I hope I'm saying your name right. I was thinking of that. I'm Canadian. So when I see your name, uh, Ga- basically Gagnon, G-A-G-N-O-N, I say Gagnon. So I hope that's correct. I haven't actually talked to Bonnie in person yet, but um, we've been having a little chat and I'm super excited because I've been wanting to talk to her for a while. And uh, she's had an incredible journey over the last handful of years and uh, I want to hear about it. So um, look forward to that. I'm going to try to talk to her next week. I've got uh, Carrie State coming up still and Tyler Hamilton coming up. So stay tuned. Please subscribe. And uh, yeah, get out there. Ride your bikes, man. So good for your head. Get out there, be in the forest and in Invermere right now with all the rain. It's so green. It's so beautiful out here right now. And uh, But bring some mosquito repellent because the bugs are nasty. So, all right, guys, be safe. Get out there, have fun, ride bikes, and keep the rubber side down. <laughs>